tune. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to the High Button Podcast. I'm your host, Justin Belanger. Today's episode is brought to you by ProLineStadium.com, Atlantic Canada's only 100% legal sports betting destination. Your home for great promos all year long. Right now, get $10 when you wager $20 on any sport on ProLine or stadium bets. Light up the scoreboard with up to $50 in parlay tokens each week, now until November 26. Tokens must be used by December 31st, 2023. Make your picks and earn your free play tokens. Play today at ProLineStadium.com or download the ALC app. Must be 19 years of age or older. Please play responsibly. Kidding me right now? Just looked at the date, October 20th. I couldn't tell you one thing I did in September. Well, I probably could tell you something I did in September. You just have to give me a minute and think about it. But obviously you're listening to a podcast, so you're not going to listen to me think. you got to listen to me talk, so I don't know. What do you want me to say? Um, September flew by. We're in, the like I just said, the 20th of October. Um, busiest time of my life right now. Happiest time of my life in every sense of the word. I I, I hope everyone out there listening, um, you know, gets to ex- experience this level of happiness at one time because it, it's, it's awesome. People uh, are, are incredible in this part of the world, so friendly, so, you know, I guess grateful for our, our product and going out and about now that we're in full swing of hockey season. I guess not full swing. It just started, but it feels like we're in full swing um, with hockey season and, and streaming other sports as well. We we just did baseball, uh, SMU Atlantics over there at Beasley Field. Just just being able to see uh, people out and about in the public and getting to talk to them and, and hearing their experience, what they take from this company and how they apply it into their own lives, whether it be whatever I say on the podcast, whether it be a stream that we do, a, a highlight, a mic'd up video. You know, you mic'd up my cousin, you know, he, he loved it. His, his friends uh, saw it at school. I don't know. There's just, there's always a story that um, relays from the content that we put out. And whenever, like I said, we're out and talking to the general public and we get to hear some of these stories, it's like I always say to, to Jeff and dudes, you just you can't buy those feelings knowing that the, the hard work that we're putting in here is um, is being carried through and through and through to, to other families out here in the Atlantic provinces and even not even Atlantic provinces. We've had people from like out west message recently and just, you know, same with the clothing. The, we're, uh, I can't believe some of the orders coming in and where we're shipping the clothing out west, Alberta, Vancouver, Calgary, or, you know, St. Alberta, same thing, but... It's, um, you know, I'm lost for words. I, I don't even really want to talk about it because I don't want to jinx anything. I'm just having such a good time working hard. That's the thing. You know, it's, yeah, I'm not going to get into that, but just thank you. In-house podcast, myself, Jeff Warburton. We're going to go over pro hockey, what's going on, going over what is happening in our life in the company of High Button Sports. And there's also a couple of trending topics we're going to talk about, all right? In-house, I'm Justin. Jeff's here. This is the High Button Podcast. Here we go. You know what comes next. We're going. All right, welcome. We're going. If you're watching, I'm wearing my jacket because I'm freezing. The This camera, The uh, it's cold, even though it's warm out. It's getting cold in the studio because we're underneath the ground. Does that make sense? Like the ground freezes before the air does. I don't know if that makes sense, but if you look at the wall dead ahead of me, on the other side of that wall, it's just soil. And that soil is starting to freeze overnight. And then it starts to get... Anyways, I'm cold. But how is everyone doing? Awesome. Jeff, how are you? I'm Justin. We're here in the studio. Sorry, I interrupted you, Jeff. How are you? <laughs> doing good. Doing good. You're good. Yeah, life's good. You Life's look tired. Good. Yeah, it's been a long couple of weeks. We're yeah, hanging in there though. How your your mom say? Oh, Jeff, you look tired. Let me cook you some soup. All that type of stuff. Yeah, that's semi accurate. Don't worry, I'm going through the same thing. Every time my mom sees me, you lost weight, why aren't you eating? <laughs> yeah, that's you a big tired. one. You look tired. What's going on? Yeah, it's all right though. It's all love. It's all part of the. It's all part of the one, two, three guaranteed process of. Uh, Getting high button to the top of the mountaintop, I guess. But I'm having a great time. I know you are. I know everyone that's working for us is having fun. It's uh, it's an interesting company that we're working for here that we like to call high button sports. Very, 
let me just say this. I've learned more in the past two years of my life than I did. How many years would I have been in school? So primary to six. So that's six. No, that's mm-hmm. seven. Twelve. How many years of so university? One. So 13 years of school? 14? Four, 12. Thir- yeah, university wasn't really a unit. You know, we all know that. If I probably went to university for like six years, but like it probably all counted together as like maybe three months, you know, yeah. it's like, but out of all those years, 12 years and three months, I've learned more in the past, not even two years, probably just a year here. Mm. Probably more just about people than business than anything. We have interns coming and handing in resumes and, I hate to break it to you, but I'm not looking at the resume. I just, you don't want to sound like a dick. And I'm like, oh, I know I can read a person by just talking to them. You don't want to sound like that, but you just have to have a conversation with someone and you can understand where their demeanor is, what they want to do in life. You know, Luke from CPA, intern. One key to him, I knew that he'd be good with us. He could have a conversation with me. How old are you in grade 11? 14, 15? 16. 16? 17? No. Maybe. Yeah, you're getting your license yeah. at the start of grade 11, I think. End of grade 10, start of grade 11. I could barely have a conversation with an adult at that age. So when he came in smiling, shook my hand, had a conversation, wasn't shy. I was like, oh, okay, we got something. Mm. You know, it's like we're going fishing and I just pulled up a big old salmon. Like he's just like, <laughs> he's just, okay, all right. That this is, He's a good kid. And then we go to the Jordan Boy tournament and he's just rocking out. Oh, yeah. I remember one time I was trying to edit something on the laptop. Or no, yeah, I was trying to like screenshot something. And the stream ended and he needed to put a new stream key in. And he looked at me. First day on the job. He goes, hey, man, I need the laptop. I got to put the new stream key in. First day. <laughs> yeah. Just yeah. just boots me off my own computer. And I, I loved it. I, I love to say you, you love know? that. That's what I'm talking about. Yeah. That's exactly what I'm talking about. Very It's very similar to like when Mark started here. Mark wanted to work here. And I was like, look, man, I don't have a budget for you. But if you want to work here and, you know, get paid very minimal, sure, go for it. And he goes, all right, sounds good. I'll be back. And I'm like, all right, I don't, I don't know what that means. He'll be back, but sounds good. And, but then he comes back with that government grant. And now he's working for us because he found his own way. You, for example, you came here, you know, a couple streams, yada, yada. Do you even remember my story here or no? No. no I know what to say. I remember you, you, you got kicked out of Toronto because they were making you wear a mask or something. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, isn't that true? Yeah, no, yeah, it's along the lines. Needed an internship for fourth year. Yeah, that's what it was. Yeah, so yeah. Same thing as Luke yeah. internship. Yeah. And you came in and we were okay, but you mm-hmm. just kind of carved out your own thing. You're like, okay, if I need to stick around high button sports, I'm gonna have to make Justin want me to stay. Mm-hmm. Or he's, you know, what what is it called? The you want to make yourself a necessity or make uh, yourself essential. Make yourself you, essential. Make yourself no. Is that yeah? It? Make yourself essential. Well, that's what I would. That's how I would put it. You know, make yourself uh, irreplaceable. Yeah, I like that one. Irreplaceable. Make yourself irreplaceable. Yeah. yeah. You know, you have to make yourself irreplaceable. And these guys are coming in, and they're understanding that they're making themselves irreplaceable. Mm. And it's kind of cool to see. It's 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 a really nice feeling when I talk to some of these interns and I talk to them about their other students or their other classmates and like and what they're doing and their jobs and what they're doing and I'm not I'm not shitting on any other companies and any other internships and whatever they're doing but I just know my experience with my internship excuse me and it wasn't real world type stuff it was go in sit there wear a shirt and tie smile and go home at five o'clock and it just did nothing for me it gave it gave me absolutely nothing and I take pride in when interns come to work here and throwing them into the fire. Mm. We don't let them burn. I'll throw you into the fire, but I'm not going to let you burn. Mm. And uh, that's the best place to learn is when you're in in the middle of it. I'll teach you. I'll show you how to do some things. I'll teach you how to, I'll teach, I'll teach you the ropes, but it's sink or swim here. And that's, uh, that's something at a young age I wasn't taught. So I take great, but actually I got asked the other day to go uh, yesterday, Jack, I'm going to go talk to a, a high school entrepreneurship class entrepreneurship class oh yeah yeah i'm excited about it yeah really excited oddly enough the only class i ever failed in high school was entrepreneurship come on i swear to you <laughs> i swear to you because you go in there and they they read off the uh, curriculum a curriculum oh, the uh, curriculum curriculum yeah and you're sitting there and you're going okay this is going to be a breeze entrepreneurship 
Yeah, awesome. bird course is bird, what you were yeah, thinking. Yeah, it was yeah. Like, right, entrepreneurship. Yeah. This is the curriculum for the entrepreneurship class. All right, easy. Yeah. So you go in there and you dick around, and next thing you know, six months go by, you haven't done anything, and you get a big old <laughs> fat F in there. And uh, and it's just funny how full circle it comes to this, and now I'm going to speak at a class. I, I Yeah. It's, it's kind of cool. I don't know. You know? I don't yeah. know. This world is... Man, this world's crazy. I had a full circle moment with Luke. Uh, well, I was in. Uh, well, I went to CPA, the exact same building he was in, and I did my internship with a media company here. You were in the new building. Yeah, I was in the new building in grade eleven when I was doing my co-op, and then, uh, you know, I did my internship with a media company here. It was the only option, and now seven years later, I'm signing off on his hours. So, were, were you like a little like, oh, I got to go to high button, or was it like? How, what were you like excited to come here or was it just like eh, well that, i'm talking about my high school internship which was with east link but uh, my university one no i was excited for i was excited to come here yeah. Uh, yeah i was i was like i knew i wanted to i was just curious about it all and when i came into that dark basement you know i think the one video i saw was the george LaRock uh podcast that was in my mom's basement was it okay but with the, with the curtains or whatever the dark background on the podcast and, I don't know, uh, maybe it was. I think here. it was down. I'm, I'm pretty George sure. George LaRock or Eddie? I, I think it was George. You had George. You had George. George, George, on, George LaRock, you? I'm pretty sure, was at my uh, my mom's place. Jules, Eddie LaRock was here. Okay, well, like I said, nailed yeah. it. But yeah, anyway, that was what I saw and, you know, turned it into something. But yeah, it was, it was definitely a full circle moment there, signing off on his hours last weekend, seven years later, doing the same thing I was doing. Yeah, it's kind of cool. Mm-hmm. I don't mind it. How is that new uh, school there, CPA? Oh, I've heard it's a bit of a gong show because they built the new one right next to it. They just opened up the new one for this year. And my facts might be a little off, but they because CPA is right next to this new West Bedford. So they're bussing the kids there at lunch, the grade 11s. So it's basically like one school split into two. It's a oh, yeah. bit of a gong show, yeah. I'll tell you a funny story about that school. My first, uh, the first day it opened, I was there. I was landscaping that summer, so I was there the day before it opened, and I was a um, a ride-on mower mm-hmm. individual. And I love that. I love that job. You just sit on a mower. We used to do like Dartmouth Crossing, and you do that in a day. You just. I don't even know if podcasts were around back then, but yeah, I just listened to music all day on my headphones, ride around on the ride on mower. It was great. Anyway, so it's uh, the first day of CPA, but it's the next. So I'm there the day before, excuse me, but it's heavy rain. I don't I ride on mower. You shouldn't be on a lawn mm. ever. No, no. <laughs> yeah. It's wet and you're going to get yeah. stuck because those ride on mowers are heavy. So me and my buddy who are, you know, my other, it wasn't my buddy. He's just the guy who I was paired up with. And we ended up just, you know, building the relationship over the summer. He's a really good guy. I forget his name now, but good cat. And we get to CPA or we get to the grounds and we're like, all right, guys, Justin and Justin's friend, you guys, your job today, CPA opening days tomorrow. Let's make it look good. And it starts to rain a bit, but you're like, ah, it's not raining that much. We could definitely get the ride on mower to still go, still get it to cut. And by the time we drive from the grounds of like where the, the landscape crew was to CPA, the rain had picked up tremendously. So me and him are sitting there in the truck. And I remember like a week before our, the we kind of got reamed out a little bit for making wrong decisions and, and calling in when we didn't have to. We had to make like gut decisions. Like we got it. I remember they gave us like a phone for the company and we're like if you ever need anything whatever just just call us and well, we can try to help you make a decision on on certain things like this like the cpa day and me and him just looked at each other and we're like well, you know let's be our own men today let's make our own decision like do we want to mow this or not and i don't know who made the decision but we ended up mowing it which was obviously a huge mistake yeah so we get there and we're just <laughs> we're like let's just put the, the the chopper on high so we won't cut the grass real low we'll just give it a nice clean little one inch chop at the top so we do it, we're doing it, we're doing it. And, you know, it's not the best. It's raining. It's, it's a, it, I wouldn't say it's muddy, but you yeah. can see the tire marks. I was about to say, sure. the, t- the, the tire marks are for mud. sure yeah. there. And as, as we get closer and closer to the school, the rain, because you start furthest away, and then you work your way to the school. And as we're mowing, it's still raining. So I remember by the time we actually got to the front of the school, you know, the, <laughs> we're, we're, the, it, there's mud. And then we have to drive on the sidewalk to get to the other patch of grass and now there's mud all over the sidewalk 
So anyways, us idiots, we leave there thinking, all right, we killed that. Like, that's pretty good. It's not our best work, but it's raining, and, we, you know, we did the best job possible. So we go to the next suburb in Bedford to start mowing lawns. I, an hour later, get a call from the boss. You fuck, you mother. Really? Oh, because that's a huge contract, man. Yeah. CPA? Like, yeah. Like, probably, you know, I don't, I don't, probably a year contract, right? Look, yeah, you can mow a lawn for the next year. Just don't screw up. The yeah. first day <laughs> opening... The next day, the school's opening. We completely ruined the lawn, all the grass, just terrible. Yeah. I wonder if there's anyone listening that like went to that school the first day and they could like vouch for this story. And like, I just remember that like <laughs> we drove back there and we had to like look at the lawn with the boss and we like <sighs> it was awful, the worst feeling. Anyways, I didn't last long there at that job, but. Um, but I'll never forget that. I felt terrible. <laughs> Dude, the mud tracks on the fresh lawn. No, not even on the lawn. Yes, on the lawn, but on the sidewalk. Because that new, that school, there's yeah. there's patches of grass kind of everywhere. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, by the basketball court. Mm-hmm. And then you got to transfer to the middle of the cul-de-sac. Yeah. So it's everywhere. So the mud's just sticking to the tires. And the next thing you know, there's mud all over those nice, fresh, white sidewalks. Oh, it was bad. It was bad. <laughs> and you actually got motherfucked by him? Oh like a God. proper... Oh, my God. Oh, man. And I remember that week before, like, we got the, the mower stuck, like, in some mud on a property, like mm-hmm. a commercial property. Like, I don't know. What do you want us to do, man? It's 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 raining. It's, mm-hmm. you know. But it's moments like that that help me with this company. A little yeah. bit like forgiveness. I'll, I'll try my best to, if you mess up, okay, but don't mess up twice or three times. You know. Anyways, I was, I'll never forget that that day with that school. It was a tough go. <laughs> Sorry, CPA. It all worked out. Though. You guys are right. Yeah. It was crazy, though. Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> That's good stuff. Man, the NHL, do, can we move into the NHL? Go for it. How much, have we, uh, what time are we at? Uh, we just started. 17 we? minutes. 17. See, that's not good. No? No. What, your time perception? Yeah. Battered. Like, what, did I tell you when Bill Burr came out, like he didn't do any material for 20 minutes, but it was way better than any of the material he did? Like, he came out and just made fun of Halifax for 20 minutes, and it was awesome. And then 20 minutes after, he goes, okay, uh, I should probably get to some material now. And, yeah. like, his material, it was good. His material, like, he's the best comedian going, but his his raw stuff was just unbelievable. But anyways, let's get to the agenda. Um, the NHL has started. Um, you know, Jeff people listening the nhl means something to me that's maybe a little bit different than the average individual you know the average individual is a is a fan of the team you know you're a fan of edmonton dudes is toronto uh you're a fan of edmonton you mm-hmm. know there's a couple people fan of chicago dudes is a fan of toronto you know like that type of stuff me i'm just a fan of hockey in the nhl so it means eight o'clock coming home from a long day or even nine whatever it may be just sitting right there on that couch and flipping the boob tube on and just zoning out and just watching the beautiful game that's what it means to me it's an escape just like Mm. playing is an escape when you're Mm -hmm. on the ice nothing matters But with that being said, the NHL kind of seems a not. I shouldn't even say upside down. I guess everything, all the teams that are supposed to be winning are winning. Other than Edmonton, that's a tough goal for you. I'm sorry to hear that. But mm. what did they lose? Eight two the other day. Eight one in the opening game. Yeah, lost to Philly last night. It's not. Yeah, not pretty. Working out the kinks. Yeah, that's tough. Um, and you know my beloved Penguins. <laughs> yeah. It's tough to watch, man. Have you watched how many games of theirs? Well, one in person. Mm -hmm. I watched that Detroit game the other day. I watched them play Chicago. Maybe a couple more. I'm not not 100% sure. Um, But, like you said, how Edmonton's losing, that kind of makes me feel good because Edmonton's not supposed to be losing. So, you know, the, the knock on Pittsburgh is that they're getting old. And who knows if that's true? It is true. Like the old, I think the second oldest team in the NHL, oldest roster. But uh, we'll see if that plays out. Weird, weird first start to the NHL though. Bedard hasn't necessarily like shocked me, but it, you know, he doesn't mm-hmm. have anyone really to play with, unfortunately. And he's so unique; no one knows how to accept a pass from him. He has so many shots on net, and I think that's just because he doesn't want to pass to anyone, and you can't really blame him. Hall isn't what he used to be. Just Chicago. Mm. He's out there for what twenty three minutes a game, Bedard. 
He's on the whole power play for the whole two minutes. He starts everything. He can't win a face-off. I think they show Tom Bedard in the stands more than Connor. Like they'll 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 show Tom's like Tom's a star. Let's not fight it here. <laughs> Tom is a star. He's a he's the real deal. And he's a great father. He's watching his son. He's going to every I think he might have been at every game so far. And every time he has an opportunity, Tom's at the edge of edge, excuse me, of his seat, wishing the best for his son as he should be. But, you know, out of that duo, Connor and Tom, I think a lot of people are underestimating how great of a you know, father Tom is and a a hockey dad. Mm-hmm. Tom's the real deal. I met him a couple times. Uh, but anyways, yeah, still too early to knock Bedard. There, there's been people messaging me saying bust. Oh, come on. Yeah. That's ridiculous. I'm not going to say the names, but they know who they are. They're saying bust. Out of an 82-game season yeah. and a thousand game plus game career. Don't get mad at me, Jeff. I'm not the one that said bust. I'm saying people right, are messaging yeah, me yeah. saying bust. Yeah. Well, what do you think about what Hall said about he's doing too much media, too much uh, interviews in between the in the games, all that stuff? What do you think of all that, Jazz, as a media guy yourself? It's a pick your poison. It's it's it's. Oh, we all know that the NHL has a you know a personality thing that isn't the best. Like it's like talking to drywall these guys, but ours okay. You know, the, the NHL needs to sell their players a bit more. But at the same time, I kind of agree with Hall that, yeah, there, there's it's, it's too much. Yeah, how, no. How, no, how no, many no, times no, is he no, going to no. say, how many times is he going to sit there and say, yeah, you know, I feel good. I'm still trying to get my legs under me. I'm still trying to get comfortable with the NHL speed. Like, he can say it as much as he wants, but, like, the, the, it, it's not, the question shouldn't be, what do I think about the media attention on Bedard? The question should be, what do you think as the public as a whole that need to hear him say 20 times a day? Yeah, I'm excited to be here. But that's the name of the game. That's it, that, yeah, that's the name of the whole media game. It is. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not arguing that. I'm arguing the fact that it says a lot about us as a humanity that we need to sit there and watch an 18 year old say 20 times a day. Yeah, I'm excited to be here. Can't wait to be you know play in Pittsburgh. It's. I, I agree. The NHL needs to sell their players more. Mm-hmm. And the NHL needs to do a better job at marketing every aspect of the game. It's not. Exactly. It's so, not. It, yeah. So they get a star in a top six market but, who's playing his first games, and we're going to complain a week in about media coverage. No, they're doing it wrong, though. It's not. No, I'm not saying that I have the answer of how to do it correctly. I'm not. It's, NHL hockey guys are the hardest guys to market, they're, especially uh, in the rink. They're they're tough. It's 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 a very hard thing to do, personality wise. Basketball players, they'll they'll tell you how they feel right off the cuff. Football players, they'll tell you how they feel right off the cuff. Yeah, It's easy to sell to ESPN in the American market because that's what American media wants. They want controversy. They want million-dollar guys wearing chains, bragging. They want guys dancing in the end zone, dancing like they're two-year, you know, little kids. They want that. Hockey, you can only sell a little tight inside Matthew snipe top right. There's other things you can sell about it, but that's their biggest selling point is what they're doing on the ice because what they're saying with their with their mouths – it's it, what, they don't care. That's the problem. It's like if you go to the that, MLB, NBA, and NFL, and you say you'll get Bedard's media coverage, every single player in those three leagues are saying, sign me up. When's my first interview? You think? Yes, because they, they know that media creates money, and if their brand, personal brand is big enough, then that's going to benefit them, and they understand that. So... For it to actually happen to an NHL player, and they're trying to market him in America, trying to get this kicked up. The NHL's with ESPN now. ESPN's putting in an effort. And then you have Taylor Hall a week in crying during his interviews. It's just, I don't know. It just, it makes, it just doesn't make any sense. It's like you give that opportunity to any other major four players or teams, and they're taking it. So I think that what you're saying right now is just excuses, to be honest, about, oh, well, you can't mark. It's just they're trying. But and that's then a week in, and I'm you not, got Hall like no, trying you're to. Wrong. You're dis- uh, you, you think I'm disagreeing with you. I'm not disagreeing with you. They just need to market at a different angle with these players' personality. And I don't have the answer because mm-hmm. it's the toughest. It's the toughest thing in sports to do to market an, a hockey personality. I, but Desha- that... Sean Avery was the closest thing that probably the last. Yeah. Exactly. So like. No. Yeah. Probably the last like real raw personality controversial individual in the NHL. Not that I'm saying controversy controversy sells, which it does. It does. Creates it cash. does. But that's not the NHL's brand. The NHL is so worried about what other people think about it, unfortunately. It's so worried. It's scared. 
We all know what the I, yeah. hockey, the what the hockey culture, what people say about it. It's, I think it's a lot of bullshit. But the NHL is just scared. They're just scared out of their mind. Exactly. So put them out of their comfort zone and market the shit out of Bedard like you do all your other big stars in America, and then yeah. suck it up. You can only get it, but that's what. But, but the, that's what I'm saying. How can you market him if all he's gonna say in front of a camera is? Yeah, I'm happy to be here. It's great, you know. Uh, you know, it's great. My family's coming. Well, to, 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 what, 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 we're what, only what we're want? only two weeks in here. We're only two weeks in into a 20 year career. But do you know what I'm saying? Like, what more yeah. do you want from the NHL in terms of marketing? What do you want? What What more can they do to get their 16 year old? What What more do they? Well, they, they, they might, I think they just sorry, need to get. 16, I think they just need 18? to get creative. Yeah. They might need to get creative. With it, I suppose, but I think it's just excuse to say, oh, it hasn't happened before in the past, so it's too tough. Let's just give up on it after a week. You know, it's just too much. I, you know what I mean? It's like you're trying to market this league. You're trying to make it. You're trying to get more fans. It's like, you know, too tough. He's got to do some interviews, you know. This is a big star. Like, I'd say just keep the pedal of the metal, you know, if you're asking me. It just... How often do a, does a Bedard come by and go to an original six team that people semi care about in America? The Blackhawks, they're big, so it's just like I don't know. I always thought like teaming up, like piggy. I thought the NHL would be, always be a great piggyback league with, you know, they're in Chicago. The Bull, the Bulls are a cool team, historic team, really cool city. Just something like that. I don't know, like one of their bigger stars with the Bulls. I don't know, going shopping, you know, fashion's always kind of been a little thing in the NHL that, you know, Matthews has always flirted mm-hmm. with it a bit. Fashion's a very influential world, I guess you could say. Yeah. Hockey guys like fashion. Yeah. I've always thought that was a great avenue for, uh, as much as I love the suits, like, I'm not a huge fan of the guys showing up in sweatpants. I'm a really big suit guy, but suits, that the tux, like, that's fashion. But well, I think it's somehow, yeah. like, I don't know, link basketball players, fashion, hockey, the, a cool city like Chicago. Mm-hmm. That's why I always said, like, I, I, you know, the NHL draft, how it's not, it's hard to make Columbus look cool. If Bedard went to Columbus, like, how's that cool and influential? I just don't see yeah, that. Yeah, so he, so we're lucky he didn't go to Columbus. Yeah, or, for sure, you know what I mean? For sure. It's like, well, they, they did the same thing with Matthews. Like, when Matthews first came in, I mean, it was a Canadian market, but they marketed the crap out of him. They, they put him on blast. They put him on a pedestal. And it's like, he's made it out the other side, and now he's one of the more marketable guys in the NHL. So but definitely like, not his first two years. Yeah, no, but it'll take some time. Yeah, These sure. are long careers, so I don't think you know. After you know, I don't think people should be you know freaking out after one week just because Bedard's well, we're getting about, hounded. We're talking about two different things. We're talking about marketability of a player and his actual play on the ice. You know what I mean? Obviously, if he's putting points up, that's going to help his brand. Yeah, but there's other things. Do I got a booger? Am I good? No, I think you're good. <laughs> um, but there's just other things I think that will help him. Yeah, you got to take advantage of it. You're going to have way more advertising deals in Chicago than you would in mm-hmm. Columbus, or eh, maybe yes. not Anaheim. Well, yeah. well, Anaheim's not big for hockey. Yeah, it's but bigger Chicago, in Chicago. Chicago, you're set. Yeah, you got fast food restaurants. You got yeah. insurance. You got cars. You got it's close, weather. close enough to Canada. Like, there's so many companies there that will pay to have Bedard representing uh, their brand. Mm-hmm. But no, it's an intro. It's an like when he was here at the World Juniors. You know, we, I was talking to a couple media members, and he was, you know, from from what I saw on the outs, or from what these media members said, like he wasn't a huge media guy. Like he wasn't a huge fan of the whole. Mm-hmm. But to be fair, with the whole media thing here, all everyone was asking him was about him. No one was asking him about the team, and that can get sick. Mm-hmm. People asking you about yourself for two weeks straight. I get that. I'd be a little upset too, because then your teammates are looking at you like. Why is everyone only asking you about you, not me? So I get that side of it, but I don't know. It's 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 uh. There's gonna be some storylines with that kid because he has a chance to change the face of the NHL and uh, exact the brand yeah. of it for sure. I, he can make it cool. I just think it's a bad look having Hall come out less than a week, like a week into the season, and crying on behalf of his teammate about too much media coverage. For a star we've been talking about for three years. Yeah. His thing is a bad look. Hall's Hall. You got to let him be. The NHL yeah. has started, though. Man, we are going. It's a lot of fun. Hockey's going. Mm-hmm. If you ever have a bad day, you can always come home, sit down, chuck on the boob tube, and watch the guys put the puck in the net. It's a great life we live, Jeff. Don't ever sit there and complain. It's a great life. <laughs> Jordan Boyd weekend. Very proud of our team. 
very proud of the team that we assembled. Very proud of the training that we've put these people through. Maybe I'm a little bit actually more proud of how easy we made it for everyone. That's always been a big knock or a big worry of mine is mm-hmm. hiring people, training them, and making sure they understand how to use the equipment. Yeah. As we grow, as anything grows, you have to make sure that quality control stays consistent. And what's streaming, quality control is huge. It's everything. It's just like that movie The Founder with McDonald's when he starts to franchise off McDonald's and the next thing you know, two towns over, McDonald's is selling tacos. It's like the quality control is out the window. I don't want to be one day doing streams in Ontario and the next thing you know, some guy's streaming with no scoreboard, no commentary, and just a little camera. It's all about quality Mm. control with this company right now as we grow. Because we could be doing way more streams. We could, but at a lesser quality that i prefer so to have the jordan boyd weekend plus the aus men's atlantic baseball championship plus all the regular season commitments we had i was very happy with the quality control that's a feather in your cap that's a feather in mine dudes that's a that's a that's a feather in the guys who are leading the charge for this company quality Mm. say control control Control, you know what i mean so it's uh it's good. And coming into this weekend, very busy weekend as well. But there's no Jordan Boyd. There's no mm-hmm. Baseball Atlantic. It's Atlantics, excuse me. Just our regular season commitments. And I'm excited to see how this all plays out. Yeah, I'm somewhere in the middle on it. I, th- I think it was a good. I think it was a good weekend in terms of getting the streams going. But I still think, uh, you know, I think there's you know, still a little bit of hand holding going on, which is by design. You yeah, know, that's, for sure. I think I'm partially to blame with that for that too, and something I'm learning. Uh, you know, learning to trust and learning to teach maybe a little bit more rather than, like I said, setting it all up for the guys. Because what we're realizing, it's tough to be in four places at once. So I think we're on the right path, but I think you know, there's a, still a little bit left to be desired. Hundred percent. Do you mind if I just call dudes really quick? Yeah, sure. <laughs> he was asking what time he's coming to. Uh... Hey, what's up? I just got back from work here. Oh boy, you're, we're still on the podcast right now. I'm just giving you a buzz. Um, what? T- so, what's the plan here? You're you're coming here, or we're going right to Centennial in the form? Well, that's what I was wondering if you needed a drive or not. If not, I'll just meet you at one of the rinks. Well, what time do you think you'll be in the city? Uh, I'll probably be here in the next. Probably leave here around one forty-five and be there around two fifteen, so I can probably just meet at Centennial. Yeah, but here's what I'm thinking: Centennial is potentially going to be like an hour-long setup. Okay. So I'm thinking, let's just go right to the form, and then right after the form, go to Centennial. You know what I mean? Because we could be at Centennial for like, who potentially an hour and a half? Who knows? Setting that wire. Okay, so we still need Sean to meet us at the forum, though, eh? Yeah, exactly. So why don't you just come to the studio, we'll chill, we'll go over the equipment for the weekend, and then we'll all go to the forum together, meet Sean, because that'll only be, you know, 20, 30 minutes, if that, and then we'll all go to Centennial, set the wire up, call it a day. Okay, cool, that works for me. Okay, sounds good. So just, yeah, just text me, I guess, when you're leaving. All right, cool. Okay, drive safe. Drive safe. Um, little little insight into the the day to day workings of the live streaming right now. Oh, I know that's what we're trying to do. You yeah. know, it's, what is it behind the button? I guess you could call that. Just yeah. a little snippet of behind the button. Behind the button last weekend would have been interesting. That didn't even pop into my mind. I know, right but now. that's like you got to like it, behind, it wouldn't have worked because you, we would have needed like four camera guys. We yeah, needed, it's we true. would have needed someone at the 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 BMO rink. We would have needed someone with me. Mm. We would have needed someone with dudes. So that's kind of where it's like, that the, is true. The bigger picture comes into play. That's, you know, that's, that's a couple years away, but for now one behind the cam, behind the button camera, excuse me. Um, one behind the button camera is good enough for me right now. We'll, we'll, we'll figure it out. We're going to be fine. Mm-hmm. We're going to be just fine. Just fine. How much time are we at? 34 minutes i want to give a shout out to uh Tarek's cafe up here in spryfield herring cove road if you know me you know that lebanese and greek food are my two favorite cuisines and when i found out that Tarek's cafe 2 was coming to spryfield i got very excited as a young boy growing up in halifax practicing at the forum and civic a post-lunch Maybe a pre-game meal was always Tarek's Cafe right there off uh, Windsor Street. Uh, yeah, Windsor Street, I believe it's on, right by the form there. 
They give you the free soup, the customer service, top notch. They make you pay cash, which at the time when I found out wasn't overly ideal, but you surrender to it because the food is that good. So you don't mind going to the ATM to take out 20 bucks to get a full, you know, half and half combination with a Coke. Childhood memories is what I'm getting at. So sitting here as an adult and I find out the Terex is coming up the road. Joy came into my body. <laughs> Just okay. pure joy. Yeah. Because knowing in the winter, going back full circle to what we were talking about at the beginning of the podcast, when you come home at eight, nine o'clock, sometimes you aren't able to sneak in a little dinner mm. because you're maybe miking someone up at six o'clock to seven and then you got to go home and then you're stuck in traffic and yada, yada. And you're just not able to get that full nutritious meal in. They're not even paying me for this, by the way, for this ad. This isn't even an ad. No this, is just, this is just how I feel. So just to know the Terex is two minutes away from me and I'm able to go down and have a, a hearty, healthy, flavorful meal with great customer service. Again, it's it's the... So Terex, it's his grandchildren who are working there now. He Terex was the OG mm-hmm. and then had a son, but now his son's... You get what I'm saying. The grandkids are over there, Mo and Mo, and uh, they represent the High Button Sport brand over there. I gave them a couple hats, and every time I walk in, they're wearing High Button Sports um, hats with their Tarek T-shirts, and that means the world to me because knowing in Halifax, growing up as a young boy, I used to go to Tarek's all the time and, and eat their nutritious food. And now I walk in there, like I said, as a man, and I see the High Button Sports brand being represented in Tarek's too. Get a little tingle, mm. you know, a little emotional, a little tingle, eh? a little emotional, little, little sense of, uh, little sense of gratitude. I don't know what word I'm looking for, but you know what I mean. It's it's a nice feeling. I sit in there, I have conversations with them. They ask about me, I ask about them, and we support each other. Sometimes I want an extra grape leaf. I don't ask for it, <laughs> but they put it in there. I go, hey Mo, I'll, I'll get four grape leaves. He goes, okay, Justin, no problem. And when I come home and I open the box, there's six grape leaves in there. He only charges me for four. Wow. Sometimes I go and I say, yeah, just make sure you have a couple garlic sauces in there. And he goes, okay, no problem, Justin. I go home, there's five garlic sauces in there. Oh, my goodness. So there's little things that go above and beyond money, and that's called a relationship. If you can build relationships with people and show that you care about your community, your community will care about you. So this is a little shout out to anyone that's listening that maybe has a corner store, you know, maybe that isn't Irving or Circle K or, you know, that maybe just a little no-name corner store. This is a calling to anyone out there that has maybe a little guy on the side of the road selling wood, maybe selling lobster, maybe selling a little fish, that hustler, that guy that's trying to make a buck. You're good to your community. Your community will be good to you. I could go into Tarek's 2 Cafe. Ter- I could go into Tarek's Cafe. Tarek's 2 Cafe? I could go into Tarek's Cafe 2 right now with no money and say, look, hey, do you mind if I just get two combination, two half and half chicken beef right now? I'll be back next week and I'll be, I'll, I'll pay you. Mo and Mo would go, yeah, no problem, really? Justin, you're good. Oh, 100%. 100%. But that's because I'm loyal. When they give me my change back, I'm always tipping a five. I'm always tipping a couple toonies. Mm-hmm. You have to be able to give back for your community to give to you. And it's a great feeling. You're not going to get that feeling, no offense to Irving and shell what are the other gas station you know like these petro can petro can <laughs> you're just even tim's you're not you know you're 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 not going to get that sense of uh you know hey billy how's the kids how's how are you that that, that gentrification no what is it when you like a community gets taken over by big brands yeah gentrification gentrification, gentrification. Yeah. like yeah. that's i hate that stuff i that's why i really like Spryfield here it's it's a sense of community growing up in the suburbs i don't know you just didn't have that sense of, hey, Justin, how are you? How's this? How's hockey going? How's the? It was yeah. just four seventy five. Anything else? Okay, thanks. Bye. You know, there's no, there's no community feel here in Spryfield. There, there's that sense of community still. It's not being, uh, it's not being run over yet. Yeah. And I like that at Tarek's Cafe, Tarek's Two Cafe. I might be jink messing the name up. Mo and Mo. Uh, they speak to the people. Every time someone new walks in there, I see it. They they treat everyone the same. How are you? What can I get you? Do you want a free bowl of soup? Who's going to say no to a free bowl mm. of soup in the middle of the winter, you know? Um, but just really happy about that relationship. Be good to your community. Your community will be good to you. 
ask about people, show interest in other people, treat people how you want to be treated. I love when people ask me about high button sports. I love when people ask me about how my beer league's going. I love when people ask me about, um, the, you know, whatever the latest thing going on in my life. It's the best when people remember it, it feels so good. So why yeah. wouldn't I do that to the people that I see on a day to day basis? When I go into Terex, Hey Mo, you said last time you were here, you were in PEI. How was your PEI trip? Justin, it was unbelievable. It was such a good trip. We decided to take the the ferry over instead of the bridge. You know, just I I just little stories like that, they're awesome. So little advice, little 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 nugget for you. Care about the people in your community, how you want to be cared about, if that makes sense. That's it. I wish I brought a water over, but you want a water? I'm all right. This coffee's nice though. I'm not going to reach. If I have one, I'm going to have to pee. I don't want it. <laughs> um, David Beckham documentary. Mm-hmm. David Beckham's an OG. Yeah. Do you really know much go- about soccer or football? A the little, pitch? A little bit about it now. Not so much back when Beckham played, though. Like early did, 2000s. Like Beckham? Yeah, that guy's like a pioneer. Did you ever play soccer growing up? Or were you just hockey? No, I did play soccer. I got... Uh, I don't want to say kicked off my team, but I wasn't allowed back one year. You got some absolute ringer stories here today. People getting a feeling for the the belly experience. What'd you do? Come on, just physical, just like physical, way too physical. Really? Oh yeah, like slide, like slow. They call slide tackle. Slide tackle. You're not going for the ball. You're going right for the feet. Yeah, just too aggressive. I think that's why I excelled at lacrosse. I like the physicality. But hockey, I was always a bit of a pussy in the corner, so I don't get that. Yeah, I've heard that. You didn't hear that. Yeah, from dudes. <laughs> um, yeah, I, yeah, but doesn't I put up more points than him? So I don't care. <laughs> um, yeah, lacrosse I excelled at in terms of the physicality aspect. Soccer I excelled at the physicality aspect because there was none, so all the other kids were terrified too. But yeah, eyes for, on the ankles. Hockey for some reason, growing up, I don't know. I had no muscle. I was just a skeleton, and you're just lanky. I had no core. Get hit, I'd fall over. Mm. Hockey's just a different beast. Balance? Was it balance? Because like, you yeah, were a good balance. skater, though, weren't you? Yeah, it was okay. I think my hockey IQ was probably the best thing gotcha. I had. But, you know, I, I was never the player that made other players better. I had to be with good players to mm. be good. Like, I'm not the best beer league player because I don't know yeah. who to play with, how to play. You know, it was like I'm like that kind of guy. I but, met your dad the other day. Uh, what was he like as a player? Out of curiosity, because he ended, I, like I learned that he played higher level yeah, in the he queue played, and stuff. He played for Gat. No, he was. Uh, well, he still is. He's, he was built like a fridge. Mm-hmm. He's just a solid defenseman. I, I wish I played D sometimes. Um, but yeah, he was just a solid stay-at-home defenseman. Played for Gatno back in the day. Played with Luke Robitaille. Oh yeah, didn't have that many games played. Just like me in the queue. It's funny how like that works. Yeah, <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, just a solid stay-at-home defenseman, smart hockey player. Um, intimidating presence? I don't know. Like, I don't know if he was intimidating. Like, yeah. He's big. He's built like a fridge, but he's also like a guy who, you know, whenever I played with him growing up, he wasn't like a huge physical guy. He was just always the guy that just made that one nice chip over two guys' sticks and got it to the winger. You know, like he was, he was just that smooth skating, one easy, nice pass puck out of the defensive zone we're gone mm-hmm. so this is that kind of guy um what was i talking about david beckham yeah but the guy's like a he's a he's a he's kind of a pioneer like soccer players weren't really getting paid for branding deals back in the 80s or early yeah late 80s early 90s with like manchester united there wasn't really like a soccer soccer i guess there is soccer superstars back then of course but he was the first guy to kind of bring it to uh, to brands. Yeah. At least in London. I don't like my soccer, excuse me, my yeah. football IQ, it's not all there. He's British, right? I mean, yeah, he's, he's from watched. London. Yeah, so that that makes a big difference. Like a big British clean cut looking guy. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But uh really cool how he built a brand basically from himself. Like obviously he was really good at soccer. He started dating that girl from the Spice Girls, Posh Sporty Spice. Mm-hmm. Sporty Spice. No, there's no way. That's her sport. name. No, what I, was her name? Sporty was, Spice. I don't know her real name. Her name is right. uh, 
posh or uh, Victoria Beckham. That's what it, no. Yeah. Victoria Beckham. <laughs> okay. And, uh, he got like a lot of criticism for that because everyone's like, Oh, you're, you're too focused on the celebrity side of your life. Yeah. The soccer side of your life. And he was traveling the world playing for, uh, Manchester United and everyone was booing him everywhere he went because he he played for the World Cup and took like a stupid penalty and they ended up losing. Yes, I and, remember that. And the that. guy who took the penalty against admitted that he flopped later and was like, you guys shouldn't be mad at David Beckham. I flopped. I shouldn't have done it. I apologize. But everyone still was all over him. And he just, at one point, he didn't care. He was just like, if you're going to hate me, he kind of gave in to the bad boy image yeah. and just kind of rolled with it. And then eventually it just ended up paying off. Everyone back in London loved him, like in England, that just like he became the captain of the World Cup soccer team. Uh, everyone loved him again, had a couple kids, became a dad, became a family man, still was able to brand himself and was just a gangster back then. Just kind of figured it out when no one else was leading the charge in terms of marketing yourself as a soccer player. No one really did that. It was just soccer, 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 soccer. And he was going, no, I'm going to do cologne. No, I'm going to do fashion. No, I'm going to do wine. No, I'm going to do yeah. this. And it was kind of cool how we just – And, then and he, it, it, Sorry, you go. I was just going to say, and on the pitch too. I remember the first things. Like I would have been like three, four around that time when he was a real big star. And I just remember Bend It Like Beckham. That was the only – I just remember hearing yeah. that. Bend It Like Beckham. The so Like even on the – you know. Yeah. On the pitch, off the pitch, the guy just figured it out. Like yeah, he said. knew how to bend the ball. <laughs> it was, there was this thing, bend it like Beckham. Yeah. I remember my brother saying that over and over. Yeah, bend it like Beckham. <laughs> yeah. And, like, he went to the States and, oh, man. So we went to the States to play for the LA Galaxy. It was for $250 million, which is – and he got his own franchise, which is now Miami. Like, he signed a deal, $250 million for X amount of years, but he got a piece of – the league so it was like two percent of the profits of the whole league so if, yeah even on away teams too so like if someone bought a bag of popcorn at a game in seattle he got two percent of it something like that and he got his own franchise which is miami now Messi's the team Messi's yeah, not exactly. into miami so it's kind wow. of full circle yeah how he got Messi to come and he was the first big big name to go play in the mls for la galaxy so it was kind of full circle at the uh, maybe i shouldn't say because maybe people are going to watch but I guess it's a known thing that Messi's in Miami. What the fuck? What am I saying? Yeah. Just a really cool um, behind-the-scenes look at his life. And I'm not a huge fan of those, like, celebrity, look at me, look how hard my life yeah, is. Yeah, it's like a bit of a glazing. You know, yeah, like, kind of. Oh, I'm so famous. Yeah. So feel, you know, it wasn't like that. It was, it was the, the, the London uh, or England press. Or, oh, like, just. Like, they killed uh, Princess Diana. Like didn't the the media chase her and then she got she got in a car accident in Paris, and it was around that time frame of where he was a, a huge celebrity, and that kind of scared him and the family about living in that part of the world. So because he actually ended up play, playing for Paris too, uh, David Beckham. Anyways, ended up moving to L.A. for a shitload of money. Got a percentage of the league. Got his own franchise years later. And just battled through a bunch of adversity. Soccer's a whole... Oh, like you, man. You, you think fans over here love hockey? It's... Oh, man. It's a lifestyle. It's, there's people over there that, like, don't work. Like, there's people over there that just wake up every day and, like, they'll, they, they'll worship Manchester United and, like, sell T-shirts outside the stadium for their life and, like, get their kids to help them sell T-shirts. Like, it's it's a religion. Sorry. Mm -hmm. it's, it's kind of psychopathic, crazy stuff. You gotta respect like there's them, man. bars over there that other people aren't allowed in because they're not a Manchester United fan. They're a Manchester City fan. Yeah. So it's like this bar is only for Manchester United people. And like when David Beckham took that penalty at the World Cup, they got a dummy and like put him on a on a on a noose and yeah. like hung him outside the bar like he was a dead man. Yeah. And you're just like, dude, it's a sports, but these it's it was it's a really cool documentary. It's kind of crazy. What he had to go through. And he's a normal guy. Like, he's not, at least from what I saw, maybe maybe he isn't, but at least he fooled me on the TV. Yeah, and yeah. On Netflix, he <laughs> yeah. sounds normal. He's His kids are normal, which is really odd. His celebrities' kids are usually crazy, mm -hmm. but his kids are there. They seem pretty cool. His wife's cool. He says all day he just cooks. That's what you should do as a retired guy. You just cook all day. That's what you'll be doing. Burritos, oh baby.
burrito, steak, oxtail, maybe marinade. Oxtail. Some, some some octopus. When did you have that stuff? Uh, when did I have it? Bachelor party? No. That's the next topic. Don't jump, Jeff. Mm. No, I had it in, uh, where did I have it? I think it was Montreal last year somewhere at a restaurant. When we almost saw the guy choke on the thing. <laughs> no, that was a different time. That was nuts. <laughs> that was nuts. Sad. The high button boys almost saw someone pass away. Yeah, the guy almost died. If there wasn't like someone that knew CPR, CPR that yeah. guy would have died. He would have choked to death. Yeah. That was terrifying. I'll never forget that. No, me neither. I don't want to talk about that. <laughs> Come on. That's no. Um. So yeah, David Beckham Netflix documentary. If you have time, watch it. I know everyone's busy, but if you have a minute, just check it out. I thought it was kind of cool. All good? Anyone? Yeah. Or your phone? You got an email? A couple little things. For work? Yeah. How much time are we at? 51. Okay, well, I'll end it on the, the bachelor party. Yeah. I mean, it's nothing urgent. So The bachelor party? No, the text. Oh, it was <laughs> yeah. a text or an email? It was a text. Okay. Yeah. bachelor party Mm -hmm. phoenix arizona 2024 locked in it's locked in for me but it's not about me it's about my buddies so this is why you know i've been on bachelor parties but none outside of canada this is in arizona Mm -hmm. wednesday to sunday i'm not going to give the dates but it's up there planning it totally different level spreadsheets airbnb links communication schedules actually i'm going to a well i guess if i give who arizona's playing that kind of gives away the dates <laughs> in april <laughs> who cares i don't give a fuck they're playing uh, edmonton are they right there yeah lucky but so bastard. it'll be cool to see um it'll be cool to see mcdavid in the size of a rink of like yeah September, yeah yeah so that um baseball d-backs are playing and then we're also going to go to a couple like asu baseball games as well and if the suns make the nba playoffs we'll be able to sneak in see a couple games there too um liam o'brien is the connect he knows what we should be doing what we shouldn't be doing where to stay it's a lot of fun in our whatsapp group chat there's about 10 of us right now and we're all communicating i don't want anyone listening to worry we're fine if you've ever been to arizona and you have done some things there Please let me know on what's the best way to tell me things. Uh, probably Instagram DM on the high button. If you've ever been to Arizona and you've done some fun things other than the obvious like golf town. And one thing actually we're trying to figure out is like some good uh, affordable golf courses to go to up there. So just as you know, if anyone's done anything like that, let me know. Um I don't know if there's anything else other than that that I can keep you updated on, but I will keep this as a part of the podcast at the very end. Just keep people updated on the scheduling of the bachelor party because I want... uh, You're only going to do it once, right? Yeah, I just want the excitement to be passed through this microphone into other people's ears because it is what it is. How come you chose Arizona? Well, it's funny. I didn't even really choose it. So my buddy, I'm not going to say his name, uh, Alec, or (laughs) I messed that up big time. That you had to have done that on purpose. I did a little. Yeah, okay. Um, I'm not going to say his last name, but we were going to go to Arizona. Yeah. And it got canceled because of the pandemic. So they had this trip planned out. It looked awesome on paper. Um, So I just, I I didn't make him a promise, but I just said, look, when I do mine, we'll just go to Arizona. And we could, you know, we'll, you know, I think for his bachelor, we went to Chester. We went fishing, which was fun, but it wasn't Arizona. So, you know, there was a part of me that was like, man, don't worry, we'll get to Arizona one day. So that was kind of, nice. that's kind of where Arizona came into play. There was a couple other, there's a couple other locations we uh, thought about. Because Arizona, it's two flights. We got to go to Toronto or Montreal, then Arizona. Mm-hmm. And there's some nice flights over to Europe right now, just direct from Halifax. So which we did, we did think about. Because Arizona's expensive too. Like there's a couple places in Europe we could have gone. That American dollar, man. I know, man. It's up there. It's brutal but i just i don't know there's something about it i've never been to like middle america yeah i've always wanted to get there i hear it's a great happening spot when liam o'brien came over he 
obviously he lives in the city, but he had nothing but great things to say about the town. So I believed him. And the research that I've done, um, you know, isn't going to lead me to not believe that it's a, a really yeah. cool town. So good food, good sports, good weather. And there's and, 10 uh, people going? There's 10 people in the group, and I think about seven have confirmed. So, yeah, we're looking for three more confirmations, mm-hmm. and uh, and then the boys are off to the races. But this isn't until April, so don't even worry about it. I'm not worried about it. You shouldn't be worried about it. We are going to be fine. Uh, how much time are we at right now? We're at 56 now. So I think I'm just going to – I'll end it. Is there anything actually you want to say? You want to shout out your mm-hmm. mom's book or anything? <laughs> no, all good there. You sure? Yeah. Is there anything you want to shout out? You want to say to anything? Say to anyone? No. Go Oilers. <laughs> We're winning the cup this year. I still believe. Didn't they lose though? <laughs> it's early. It's like Pittsburgh. It's Pittsburgh's last 13, cup. But all right. Um, everyone listening, thank you once again uh, for the support. It's awesome. We love uh, going out in public into the rinks and, and talking to people about what they take from this company. It's the best feeling in the world. I don't think you could ever buy that feeling so thank you appreciate it if you see us in the rink don't be shy come up say hi we'll chat and um yeah it's friday too so enjoy your weekend have fun work hard put your feet up you everyone works hard yeah i know every all of our listeners do so just uh, try to enjoy this weekend enjoy the fall weather and the next thing you know we're gonna be in a pile of snow so someday, get it in while you can all right bro, peace someday i i want to wear Someday, 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 I wanna lay down like I did on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, I remember three songs. Sunday, that way, yeah, way, way better. Someday. I want to hit the red dot and never find Someday I've been trying To make you love me But everything I try just takes you further from me. Someday we gon' set it off. Someday we gon' get this off. Baby, don't you bet it all. On a path of fentanyl, you might think they wrote you off. They gon' have to roll me off. Someday the drama be gone never Sometimes I take all the shine Talk like I drank all the wine Gives a head way behind I'm on one, two, three, four, five No half-truths, just naked minds Caught between space and time This now a third in mind But maybe someday I've been trying to make you love me, but everything I try just takes you further from me. Whoa, once again I am a child. Everything that I know Yeah Of everything that I know Yeah And nothing hurts anymore I feel kind of free We're still the kids we used to be Yeah, yeah I put my hand on a stove To see if I still bleed Still the kid.